Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 86 of the Powerful Content Podcast. It is so lovely to have you here. Now, before I dive into the show today, I wanted to remind you that you still have time to go and back my book, The Power of Content, over on kickstarter.com. Simply head to kickstarter.com and search for Mel Daniels or go down to the show notes. The link will be there. But The Power of Content isn't just a book. It's a journey that I've created based on the content effect framework, which is the exact same framework that I use inside my membership, the content effect. It's designed to be an empowering guide to create content authentically aligned with your strengths and who you are as a person, because we're all uniquely different. It really shows you how you can ditch the shoulds that are constantly thrown at us by experts and instead make content creation easy and perhaps even enjoyable. So I would really love your support to back the book because if we don't meet the goal, then no one gets the book and that'll be really sad. So make sure when you finish listening to these episodes, you head on over and back the book. Okay, today we're talking about community and building a supportive community to maximize your impact. Now, I want to say here first that humans are built for connection and community. And funnily enough, they are two of my top three values. The other one being family. Community is really in our DNA. It's about being part of something bigger, feeling like we belong and are safe and cared for. And this has a huge impact on our happiness as well. As a content creator who really values human connection, I know that you get this. So I'm hoping that this episode will really encourage you to use your strengths to build a community where you can make a difference. Now, when you're building your audience, your community, your followers, if you're consistently employing that human over transaction perspective to your content marketing, then you'll be inadvertently creating an aligned community anyway. So it should be pretty easy. Now, why should we even build a community? Well, I think that there's three main things. It really helps with your brand awareness and loyalty. It helps provide two-way conversations and it really amplifies your content. If we think about that brand awareness and loyalty, when you're thinking about your content and using it to build communities, You're really focusing on an emotional connection, which by the way, AI struggles with immensely. Just head on over to your favorite AI interface and type in, hi, how are you feeling today? And you will get a hilarious response. Side note there. When you think about the client journey where you connect, subscribe, nurture and convert, communities can really 
make an impact in that connect phase. But I think the greatest way to use communities is to nurture. Remember, content is the key that takes your ideal client from not knowing anything about you all the way through to becoming a paying raving fan. Now, the second benefit of a community is the fact that it can provide two-way conversations, feedback, and research. Your community is the perfect place to find out what's working and what's not with your content, as well as your offers. You can ask questions, engage people in conversations, gather suggestions for improvements. It's such a wealth of information. And lastly, communities can amplify your content. So those people that you consider as loyal raving fans are actually your greatest advocates. Do you have those people in your world that share and support your content and your offers? Now, these people are the key to amplifying your content and increasing your reach. The more that they share and comment, the more people who get to see your content. There is nothing more potent in today's world than social proof. On the flip side of that, I would love for you to take a moment to think about how often do you share other people's work. Maybe after this episode and after you've backed the book on Kickstarter, you can go and share some of your favorite people's work. Now, when we think of communities, the most popular type of community that springs to mind in the online space is a Facebook group, right? This is because they're so easy to create and build, but this isn't the only way to build a community. Now, a community doesn't have to be in the traditional online Facebook group sense. Communities can be created through your business model, such as mine, like memberships, through your followers, such as your Instagram account or your email list, or even in real life. If content is all about taking our ideal client on that journey and talking to them through powerful conversations, then any point of your content ecosystem can provide the mechanism to build a community. There's email marketing, social media platforms, blogs, podcasts, and then, like I said, business models like memberships all involve communities. Anywhere that there can be a two-way conversation is going to enhance the rate that your community grows as people have the chance to contribute to the conversation, be heard, and drive the engagement of the group. My caveat with communities, though, is you really need to step up and be a leader. Yes, they can exist without one, but more momentum and greater outcomes and achievements are made when there is a leader around. If you're not ready to talk about the things that you truly believe in, make hard decisions when you need to, stand up for anyone who's marginalized as a result of being part of the community, then Think twice about creating one. It takes plenty of time, energy, and resources to lead a community. And as it grows, that only becomes even more pronounced. Now we know what a community looks like and what the benefits are of creating one. What do we need? Well, I really think you need to have two things. The first one I've already mentioned, which is a leader, but secondly, have an intention. You need a leader to have a highly functioning community. Parent group communities have a leader. A church has a leader. Facebook groups have a leader. Even with your group of friends, you'll find that there's someone 
who usually does all the organizing and might lead the way with arrangements. But here's the thing about communities. They thrive when there's a leader. True momentum and results will happen when there's someone guiding the way. Now, the question is, can you create a connected community that you can make an impact on if you don't consider yourself a leader? Well, firstly, leaders are only as good as the people that surround and support them, right? And secondly, a leader isn't a boss. They aren't necessarily the ones that control the shots and make all the decisions, but they do influence. They influence the culture and provide explicit or implicit guidance on how the community comes together. That means that anyone can create a community and surround themselves with like-minded people. Whether or not it becomes a cohesive community is dependent on whether you're using it for good or evil. So when I talk about powerful impact, I talk about it in terms of the who and the you. So that's thinking about the person who's on the other end consuming your piece of content, your ideal client, as well as the you, what you love to create, what your values and beliefs are, and what your strengths are. And so with powerful content, you can either use it for good or for evil, for purpose or noise, or impact versus ego-led. And I do go into this more in my book, The Power of Content. But just know for now that what I'm talking about when I say good versus evil is are you using it to portray a realistic view of the world or will you use your content and your community to portray a not so realistic view of the world. So that leads me to the idea of what's your intention when it comes to creating a community. If it's purely part of a traditional sales funnel strategy that aims to push products or services, maybe that's more about being evil and ego-led. If it's because everyone else is doing it, then it's just adding to the noise. But if it's to serve, to connect, and offer your services when they make sense, then to me, that signals a good reason to start a community. So how do we actually go about creating a community? I think that there's a few things in terms of strategy that you need to think about. Back in episode 29, creating a thriving community with Carrie Kwan and Lucy Kippist of Mums & Co, they talked about how cohesive communities are built around three things, purpose, values and behaviors, and solving a problem. So when you're thinking of starting this community, what is the purpose? What is the higher good of creating a community? Whatever the method of bringing together your like-minded people, there needs to be a purpose. It may be to campaign for something, to provide help for parents, to bring together knowledge on gardening, or to create a local business support network for mums. Whatever the higher purpose, you'll find this magnetically attracts the right people to your community. My free Facebook group community, The Content Project, is built around my purpose of empowering women to create content their way. So there is a common purpose. Other communities that I participate in online and offline are built around the purpose of supporting a school, looking out for neighbors, online entrepreneurs, and I'm a part of a community of users of Kajabi. All provide me as a member of that community with the exact support I need. And I think that that's really important when you think about purpose. Now, the second strategy is that you really need to understand the values and behaviors. It's important to have a deep understanding of your own personal drivers through identifying your own values. When you know what you stand for and are confident and courageous to talk about it, then you'll attract those people who feel the same way 
or who are open to learning more about it. I'm not going to hang out with people who think content marketing is about pushing and hard selling at all costs. Similarly, if you lean towards co-sleeping with children, you're not going to want to hang out with people who are into sleep training. So having clear values, behaviors, and expectations will help you grow a respectful and cohesive community. I recently had to block someone from my free Facebook group for the very first time, the first time in three years, for pretending to be someone that they weren't. They were using a fake Facebook profile to sell their services inside the group. And side note here, it's funny how I got a real feeling, a nudge that something was a bit off when they joined the group, but I gave this person the benefit of the doubt by allowing them into the group. Listen for us there all, I think is to trust our intuition. Okay, the third strategy is around solving a problem. An aligned community that you can make the greatest impact in will be all about solving a problem. Why do people want to come together? In a school environment, parents come together to help the school thrive. In a church, people come together for social and spiritual support. In charity groups, people come together to support the well-being of others who are finding themselves in a difficult situation. In the online world, it might be support for thriving in business. The problem that you're solving in your community doesn't have to be about saving lives or big things, but it will be about changing lives. So once we have those strategies better down, how do we actually build an aligned community? Well, for me, this is a really easy question to answer. Be rock solid in your values and beliefs. This isn't about being someone else or someone who you think you need to be in order to be a community leader. This is about being yourself and sharing, collaborating and enriching the lives of others. Besides this, there's definitely other things that you can do to build an aligned community. You could collaborate with like-minded people with similar audiences. You could actively promote your community, which is something that we often forget to do. You could promote it in your emails, socials, within your core content. You'll note that I've mentioned my free Facebook group, The Content Project, in this podcast episode, which you can join too if you head on down to the show notes. So any opportunity that you have to weave it into the conversation, make sure you're doing it. Another way is to genuinely share value. So think trainings, webinars, lives, invite people to join or host them inside your community. Building a community doesn't have to be difficult. As I always say, lean into your strengths and do the things that feel good for you. So how do we start to leverage our content within our community to make that impact? Well, communities are all about a thread of commonality between its members. We've already established that. And the best way to assist people building that thread of commonality is through a piece of content that everyone needs to master. And that's story. I used to think that I didn't have a story to share. I've never been exposed to mental health issues, trauma, grief, loss, rags to riches, or even had to overcome insurmountable challenges. I would almost say my life has been boring. I would read other people's stories and think, heck, what amazing humans they are to be doing what they're doing, given what they've gone through. I grew up in an average loving family. I was an academic overachiever, a doer, a participator, and occasional rule breaker. I had an amazing corporate career, married the most supportive man in the world and had two beautiful children. Nothing groundbreaking there. But then two gorgeous business friends opened my eyes to the expanse of story. Whilst I may not be out there saving lives or campaigning for change, I do have the power 
of delivering meaning and lessons. Stories are the snippets of everyday life that are relatable or can show a lesson learnt or an opinion or perspective. Now, a story doesn't have to be this big, long, in-depth dive into your history where you emerge as the greatest hero on earth. The story is more about those relatable moments or the meaning that you can provide to your audience. And if you're listening to this episode in real time, I have got a secret free training that I'm delivering individually to my Instagram followers. If you would like to get your hands on this training, send me a DM via Instagram. My handle is at meldbusiness. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. I hope that it's really given you the inspiration and the motivation to either start a brand new community or build yours in a way that is more purposeful and powerful. And don't forget, you can learn more about community in my new book, The Power of Content. Make sure that you head on over to kickstarter.com and back the book today. Maybe even pick up a reward for yourself to put under the Christmas tree. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at meldbusiness. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the Content Effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the Content Effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.